several of these crystalline uh, gems and stuff sprout arms and legs. No! God damn it. And spring to life. And I'd like everyone to roll initiative, please. Dang it. Oh, I got the shittiest initiative. I got a four. Got a 14. I got 11. I got a 23. Well done. On points. I got Reese's. Oh, these guys have, these these little, like, gem guys have, like, little rainbow auras around them. That's neat. It's really cool. I gotta say, I was really zoomed out so that I could see all of us, and from afar, they look like, um, Monster Rancher eyeball guy. (laughs) (laughs) The the eyeball guy from Monster Rancher? Yeah. I don't remember what his name is, but yeah. Monster Rancher eyeball guy. Googling it now. It's like oh, it's it, it's like Mike. He's like Mike Wazowski okay. or something. Yeah, basically. Okay, so what these look like? These look like uh, crystals which have sprouted these strange three-fingered arms and legs, and from their bodies they draw out these long crystalline spears. Oh, they have spears. They were cute until then. Damn it! Uh, Arturos, you are up first. Uh, oh no! What? I'm never first. <laughs> Uh, hit one of them. Hit it. Hit it yeah. with a thing that does hitting. Are you just gonna go and hit the nearest one to him? Okay. Uh, what do you hit it with? Well, assuming we still have our our stuff, uh, he hits it with his plus one glaive. Sure. Uh, are glaives reach weapons? Yes. Cool. Do you stand next to it, or do you stand ten feet away then? Well, not ten feet. I think it's got a Sorry. reach of like six feet. Uh, reach. If it see. has the reach property, you can reach ten feet. Otherwise, it's only five foot. Oh, never mind. Yep. So you can uh, stand back here if you so desire. That's just a thing that you should know you can do. It does have a reach of ten feet. Um, no, he doesn't know that he can do that. So he's gonna hit. <laughs> he's gonna go <laughs> in for boy. a hit. Sure. I am sure you've done it cool. before, but make your attacks. <laughs> I'm sure you you. Yeah, but now he's actively thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, that is he's how never it goes. You start thinking about, about it. it. Yeah, that's a tw- oh, that's a shit. nat twenty. Very nice. <laughs> so you uh, swing your glaive around and you bring it down straight on top of it. Roll your damage, please. Uh, that's a ten. Right nice. Over. And it's double damage, right, for a crit? Or is uh, that what the plus twice? Or I I, I forget how. <sighs> I always forget how, like, regular crit rules work and not just, like, house rule crits. See, I like to house rule crits as a full damage die plus an extra damage die. Sounds great. Sweet. That works both ways, though. Be aware. I've literally been only playing Pathfinder lately, so it's all like, oh, so just auto-doubles whatever you get. I like rolling twice because it's fun. So, uh, in that case, so you rolled 10 damage plus 10 more because that's a, uh... That's a crit. So, Artie, you bring your thing down and you just shatter, like, this. you break the spear in half and you shatter half of its uh, crystals coming out of it, too. Nice. It's, uh, it took a wallop. Nice, nice. I'll hit it again! Yeah, go for it. Come on, computer. You I can believe do in it. computer. Holy Another shit! Crit. Holy, Holy shit! What? What? Oh what? my god. Holy fuck! <laughs> I shit you that's... not, audience. That's two <laughs> that's two crits in a row. Yeah, well done. Uh All well right. damage, please. That's a that's eleven, so twenty-one. Yeah, it's wonderful. Oh, twenty one. Wonderful. So this thing uh is like crunchy as hell. Bits of crystal like fly off and spray everywhere. Uh, you have well and truly walloped it. 
Okay. Uh, does that end your turn? Yeah. Okay. So next up is which which crystal elemental? The one you just walloped. Okay. Cool. Uh, the first thing it does is it makes its multi attack on you. Gross. Really, it should just pretend to be a crystal again and acknowledge that it's yeah. getting whooped. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so its first attack is a 12 to hit. Uh, we're going to go ahead and parry. Oh, no, that shouldn't hit Do you, should it? Do you even need it? two? Will a 12 hit your AC? Wait, yeah, what's does your 12 AC, hit? Oh, yeah, no. My AC is 16. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that's like wizard-level AC without me. <laughs> I, I heard it was going to do a hit, and I was preparing myself for that one, that 24 one. Okay, so yeah, uh, it swings its one half of its broken spear at you, and that bounces off you because it's broken, but then it uh, jabs the other spear out at you to try and hit, and then you do indeed uh, attempt to parry it. But first, let's see how much damage it does. So uh, it does, it goes to do 10 damage, but you manage to deflect it, and it only grazes past you instead, dealing four. Hell yeah. And then it starts to regrow some crystals. Boo! And you see that it is, uh, it is regenerating a little bit. Hey, y'all, battle plan? Can we group these guys together? I think that depends upon them moving, but we can try. Yeah. If if we group together, then they'd probably group together to come at us. Yeah, but when you got access to cacophony, to many of cacophony spells right now? Uh, she she kind of awkwardly stands there. Yes. Some of them? You got Shatter? Yeah, maybe? Yaypy? The crystals wait around patiently as you use your free action to talk. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, they're all made of crystal. <laughs> Cacophony, it's your turn. Uh, she kind of awkwardly stands there for a moment, and she's like, really useful for me right now would be if everybody could kind of get in position, huh? Oh no, you're a rogue. Yeah. She kind of awkwardly stands there, and then she's like, okay, uh, claps her hands a few times. Everybody into position, yeah! And <laughs> what happens is there's kind of like a sputter of of gold attempting to get out, and then it just kind of turns black, and then like some little black ashes spread, and everybody gets the bardic thing where they can move and get plus eight. Oh, honey. <laughs> oh, win. She's trying so hard, okay? <laughs> oh, win. But yeah, everybody can move if you want, up to your speed, yay! I am going to move up to uh, the centermost of these little crystal fuckers. Move up by Artie. And did you say it had another effect, Mac? Uh, yeah, you also get plus 8 THP. Um, oh, that's cool. right, plus 8 temp. Love some temp HP. Uh, so that's my bonus action. Uh, yep. And then... Once there, uh, Wynne draws her rapier and stabs. Okay, cool. Uh, you lash out with that rapier and make your attack roll, please. And you're flanking with Artie now, right? Yeah, so I get an advantage on that. There we go. 23. Cool. Uh, 2d20? That's because I got advantage because I'm flanking. Oh, right, yes. Pick highest. Yeah, of course. Um, right. So yeah, uh, that definitely hits. Uh, your rapier, it looks like it's going to chink off its metal armor. Sorry, not its metal armor, it's like crystalline armor. But it just melts into it with its magic. Roll damage, please. 
13. 13, okay. Oh, plus yeah. I get a sneak attack damage. Yeah. Because Artie's mm-hmm. there too. So that's going to be 22 damage. Okay, so uh, your uh, rapier slides straight into this thing where there's a glowing light at its core, and it explodes into a thousand pieces. And I need you and Artie to make, make, both make dexterity saves, please. Oh, boy. Fun. All right. Uh, 22. A normal, uh, 12. From these, uh, exploding spines, uh, that go everywhere. Cacophony, you take 11 piercing damage. Arturos, you take 5. As these spines stick into your skin. Ugh. You should just be able to click that 11 already and apply half damage. Oh, I was just taking it out from the temporary hit points you gave us. Oh, right, I do have temporary HP right now. I forgot I gave us different HP, and I'm the one who did it. Good job, me. So this thing is now there. We did it. And with that, it is now... Is that the end of your turn, Cacophony? Uh, I also have m- regular movement still, so I'm going to just move down here and give Jill flanking. Okay, Hell cool. yeah. I imagine that, like, Artie was was just able to get his hand in front of his face, because, you know, that's his moneymaker. Yeah, <laughs> and cacophony was still rapier deep into that guy when it exploded. Well, Wynn is also like half my ears chewed off. Or I'm Wynn. covered with scars. I do not give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> Wynn was uh, buried to the hilt inside it. Sexy. All right. Uh, so next up, uh, it is this crystal elemental's turn. Which and, one is that for the audience? Uh, it is the one to the westmost one. So the one that is uh, now surrounded by uh, Cacophony and, uh, sorry, by Wynn and Jill. Wynn and Jill. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Wynn and Jill sounds one like, it's like when in doubt. Wynn and Jill. You're right. Yeah. Uh, And who does it target? Uh, It targets Jilliana with uh, with its multi-attack. Okay. So it makes uh, two attacks on you. Uh, The first one... uh, it actually goes out and hits you, but it's with a blunt end because it is a critical fail. And it kind of just donk, donks against you. Still just blinks Aww. at it, looks at it. What was that, man? Uh, its next one is a 27 to hit. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that, see, now you got it. Now you got it figured out. Fuck. Uh, and you take uh, 15 piercing damage. Oh, jeez. Okay, dope. Oh, remember your eight. Temp HP. Yep, already it automatically deducts the temp. Oh, sweet. I, I will tell you, uh, it's a 2d8 piercing damage. Oh, I did put it in properly. I seem to put it in properly. It's 2d8 piercing damage plus 3 radiant, so you actually only take 1 radiant. Oh, okay. Yeah, or is it necrotic uh, you're, res- you're resistant to? It's both. Okay, cool. It just doesn't usually come up. Yeah. Oh, great news. Uh, getting that back puts me at 69 hit points. Nice! Hey. At the end of its turn, it seems to to like freeze up for a minute uh and appears to harden itself. Oh, this shit just retreated into its shell. It's like a metapod. It's like a fucking metapod. <laughs> like a goddamn metapod. Motherfucker. Is this a yeah. Pokémon? Yeah. 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 It's it's the caterpillar one that 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 hardens itself oh, when it becomes a, okay, a chrysalis. Okay, 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 it's okay, a cocoon. Okay. Yeah, a chrysalis. Uh, Alviva, your turn is next. Are you going to start blasting? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. you started blasting. 
Uh, I'm gonna blast the one at the far south that hasn't engaged with anyone yet. Okay, wonderful. Make your blasts. So the first blast, that's a 16. A 16 does penetrate its natural armor. Excellent. So that's three force damage. Righto. And I get to push it back. Uh, so I push it 10 feet away from me in a straight line. Okay. And then I do it again. Righto. That's 24 a hit. Yep. Which will, and that is another 7 force damage, and push it another 10 feet back. Okay. Uh, you have flung this thing across the room. I imagine you are sticking out your two... You 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 fire with bisexual finger guns, right? Is that what you do? Absolutely. I think yes. you pointing both your <laughs> finger guns at it and blasting at the same time, and it just goes Pew-pew. spinning back, like rolling back in a ball. It tucks its legs up. It uh, drops its spear, which shatters to the ground, and it kind of barely picks itself up again and draws another spear out of its body. And I got to imagine it looks pretty good because there's all these coins and stuff. Yeah, they that spray created just a lovely blast. Yeah, kind of like when you hit Sonic the Hedgehog and all his rings go out. Yeah, yeah, it's very satisfying. I feel good about it. Well, they are blue and spiky. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Oh, great! We're <laughs> fighting cr- some Sonic OCs. <laughs> you, you made a Sonic. I made a Sonic. Yeah, go Amazing. Uh, cool. And then I'm just gonna, I guess, move a little bit. I'm gonna move next to Artie, just for the emotional support of standing behind someone. Easy. <laughs> next to the corpse of this crystal thing. Yeah, that one's dead, so that's fine. Okay. Uh, and I think that's my turn. Wonderful. Uh, Juliana, you're up next. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take my hammer and I am going to uh attempt to wallop the dude that is in front of me. Wonderful. There's my attack. It is an advantage. Because I'm flanking. A 21 does hit. And funnily enough, even if it wasn't a magical weapon, you look like you'd be able to do full damage with this thing using bludgeoning damage. Cool. That is 11. And that's actually not counting. That's actually not adding my lightning damage to this. No, it's not. Go ahead and add it. Thunder? Or is it thunder? Fuck. It's divine strike. That adds two thunder damage. Okay, cool. So you bring your hammer down on it and you shatter some of the crystals and then the impact from underneath explodes in this uh, thunderous sound and uh, that sprays uh, that sprays crystals everywhere. Not in a hurdy way, just in a it didn't like that way. Uh, and then for my bonus attack, I am going to point at the remaining uh remaining little crystal guy down at the bottom that Alviva's been backing into a wall, and I am going to uh, cast Spiritual Weapon. Righto. Let's just do that at a fourth. No, we'll do it at at a regular second level. Sure. Uh, That's a 16. Uh, A 16 does indeed hit. Roll damage, please. Okay. Uh, That does 10 force damage to that little guy. Okay. Very nice, very nice. And with that, I turn my attention back to the crystal goblin in front of me and just, like, grip my hammer and just, like, I don't know, just just, just glare at it. So uh, the little crystal golem in front of you, uh, it, uh, yeah, it, it took some damage, but it didn't look like it took as much as you thought it would uh, on account of being hardened. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, the one down the base uh, did take uh, extra damage. I'm actually going to look at the one down at the down at the bottom that I hit with my spiritual hammer and just be like, hey, hey, come get some over here, fucker. <laughs> well, uh, funny you should say that uh, because it does. Good. It does come get some, motherfucker. Good. Yeah. 
it goes, uh, it moves up to its speed, 30 feet, and it can only reach there. Uh, so, uh-huh. so it's crystal so it's spear. Still ex- like, so it's still like 10 feet away from me. Yes, it is. Uh, and it's crystal spear extends out of its body and jabs at you. Okay. Ah, shit. From 10 feet away. It does have the reach property with its multi-attack. So uh, the first one is a 24 to hit. Yeah, that will hit me. Okay, so the first uh, attack does, yes, um, uh, it does five uh, piercing and eight radiant. And eight? Uh, sorry, and three. Okay, so five piercing and then two five or piercing one radiant and, for me? And, and one radiant for you if you're resistant. Okay. And then uh, it makes its uh, second attack on you in the multi-attack with a 26 to hit. Jeezy, crazy. How are these guys so good at hitting? Why did they get that? Why do you, why did they get plus 10 to hit? They got spikes. They exist to stare. That comes to 14 uh, piercing damage and three radiant. So, okay. So minus 15 for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did want some, I did ask for some, so that's on me. It doesn't have a head to cock. All it has is its six, no, eight army leggy things. But it does kind of like tilt a little bit. Arturos, you're up. You are standing next to uh, a comforting Alviva and a dead mini crystal golem. Yay. Dang it. I just have enough to get to it, but not to flank it. Artie's going to run up to it. And I'm going to make a wild guess and say you and uh, guess that you use your glaive on it. Yeah, we do a hit. 19. Righto, uh, that does hit. Please roll damage. That's a 15. Oof. That's, that's full damage, hit. baby. Yeah. Artie goes in running and just uh, does a slash and, and swoop. Yeah, so you uh, you swing your glaive around over your head and you bring it down with a wallop. Do you make a second attack to follow up? Yes, indeed. An 18. Hell yeah, an 18 hits. I just realized that we have a critical hit button on the damage rolls. Eh. Uh, that's a 9. Wonderful. You you uh, bring down your first uh, impressive first slash, and then you follow it up with a second slash that absolutely wallops it. This thing looks... Uh, it's falling apart at the seams. It's, uh, it's shards of crystal are falling around everywhere. All right, that's uh, my turn. Uh, Cacophony, you're up next. All right. There's the one standing in, in between her and Jill. So what Wynne does is uh, she goes ahead and gets mom out in her opposite hand. Uh, but she's still got a rapier, so she's good there. And uh, she's going to uh, stab with the rapier first. Mm-hmm. 21. That hits. And I'll damage with my sneak attack. Uh, that's 16 damage. Very nice. Very nice. And then I'll hit with mom. Case I crit. Uh, crit! Oh, excellent. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, damage, critical hit. Uh, 11 damage. Very nice. Very nice. Hell yeah. Uh, this thing is also falling apart. One of its legs has come off. I think you cut it off this round and it's like kind of wiggling impotently before it turns to crystal and then shatters. And now it's wobbling around on seven legs. These are strange, like three toed rocky legs. Sorry, these are arachnids? Uh, they're not arachnids. They don't have exoskeletons. Well, they don't have any skeletons. Uh, is that the end of your turn, Cacophony? Yeah, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, so I completely forgot about this thing being hardened, which should have given you disadvantage on your attacks, but that's fine. That's my fault. Uh, you're welcome. 
However, you did just take some uh, big attacks at it, so it turns around and uh, tries to have a go at you with its multi-attack. Uh, a 19 to hit. That just hits. 13 piercing and radiant. Then its second stab lashes out with a 29. Definitely hits. Uh, with 6 piercing and radiant. Blammo. So I think uh, it drops its arm, and then it actually... F- with a spare arm, it flings up the arm at you with a spray of coins to distract you, and then lashes in twice while you're, like, temporarily unable to see. Sounds good. And then, at the end of its turn, it grabs the arm again, and it sticks it back on itself, and it regenerates uh, some health. Uh, Alviva, you have just witnessed this. You've got uh, Cacophony and Jill with a crystal golem uh, between them, and then the first one uh, that you blasted down with Arturos. What do you do? Uh, I think I'm gonna try and blast the one between Jill and Wynn to start with, because that one seems like it's taken a beating. Ooh, that's an 18. An 18 definitely hits. Please roll damage. That is 7 force damage. Very nice, very nice. Are you shoving it? And, I mean, I can push it. Yeah, if it explodes. Yes, you can. You guys want me to push it? Yeah, push it, and if if it explodes, if you end up killing it, that way it won't hit us. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And then assuming it's not dead, I'm going to just do it again. It is not dead. Well, and this time if I hit it, I can smack it into a wall. That's 15 to hit. A 15 does hit. That is three force damage. Cool. And then I push it again and it will smash into the wall. Does that, do, does that do extra damage? I'm going to keep it consistent with uh, Kit's ruling and say yes. It will take uh, 1d6 from uh, horizontal full damage. Yeah, I can roll that. Oh, I got a three. This thing, again, it looks it looks really messed up. Doesn't look like it'll take a great deal more to destroy it. Uh, and with that, uh, Juliana, it is your turn. Okay, the first thing I'm going to do is uh, move my spiritual weapon to the spider guy that Alviva uh, smashed into a wall. That's a 28. Cool. A 28 definitely hits. And that's 12 force damage. Wonderful. Uh, your strike just shatters it into a thousand pieces. Hell yeah. Nice. It is now dead. And uh, all its arms fly off in different directions. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty messed up. And I am going to move down to flank with Artie on the last guy, and I'm going to give it another wallop with my hammer. That's a, that's a 14. Uh, it does manage to parry your hammer strike with its spear. <laughs> Looks like you've got it on the ropes. I want you dead. <laughs> Artie, make it dead. I mean, it's it's the thing's turn now. I know. Your turn's next. Make it dead, then. I'll make it dead. <laughs> Mom, make it dead. I want to solve this puzzle and move on. <laughs> it makes its multi-attack. Uh, its first one is on Artie with a crit. How dare you? A lot of those going around today. Yeah, uh, so it turns around, Artie, as you're distracted by Jill, and it just plunges uh, straight at you for 24 piercing damage. Cheesy crazy. Uh, that's 21 piercing damage with the um, with the temp hits. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it turns back to Juliana for its second attack, which is a dirty 20 to hit. All right. All right, and you take uh, 12 piercing damage from it. Okay. Then uh, it hardens itself. Oh my god! I hate these things. 
and get it. It's four on one. And Arturos, uh, you've just been shanked to shit by this thing. What do you do? Oh, that was my thigh. Uh, he does hits. He does many hits. Yeah. And he's seen how they get hard, I guess. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, 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 no. The, 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 that was a one. You know what? The D&D gods giveth and they taketh away. Uh, yeah, that balances out. <laughs> they're like, you shouldn't have gotten two whole crits. You can make your second attack, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's a twenty-four. The twenty-four definitely hits. That's a that's a twelve. Yeah, you cut off another of its arms. The arm that came off, you cut it back off again. <laughs> Stay off. We're just gonna use action search. <laughs> All right. We're just gonna we're just gonna hit again. Hey hey hey! Did you roll those with advantage? No. That first attack. No, I shouldn't have. Because you have flanking. Uh, from this attack onwards, you can roll with advantage. Okay. That's a 15. A 15 hits. Roll damage. Normal. Nine. You plunge your glaive straight through it and cleave it in half. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Do we have to do any deck saves or anything? Uh, you two do have to make deck saves, I'm afraid. Okay. As the uh, thing explodes into little pieces. 18. That's a 17. Ooh, go, yeah. Both of you pass. You only take uh, seven piercing damage from exploding spines. Artie, if you had used the reach uh, capacity of your weapon to stretch out and hit it, you wouldn't have had to make the save. Yeah, I know. Okay. Cool. I, the Rio, the player, knows. Uh, Artie, the character, is a big dumb boy. So. Okay, so he's so he's holding this glaive at like the front end of it with the long <laughs> tail end wagging behind him. Something like that. I don't know. Jill is, mm -hmm. Jill is, <coughs> uh, bleeding. Okay, so. Lesson learned, do not just throw trash in. So don't throw out the trash, so don't throw the trash in. We learned a lesson there. We love trash. Trash is our best friend. Also, I will, uh, I'll tell you that the, uh, crystalline things seem to have, uh, shattered into pretty valuable looking crystals. Like, big, chunky ones. Hell, Viva, what's your personal perspective on on, on crystal spider chunks? <laughs> on a scale from one I mean, to wealth. <laughs> they look good. I want them. They look shiny. But I don't know if that means I get to keep them or if I gotta chuck them in the hole. Why don't you try chucking? <laughs> there are a lot of them. Maybe try to chuck one. Let's do a chuck. If I may make a suggestion. They look very valuable. But let, let's maybe just do kind of like a quick search to see if there's something else that Alviva maybe likes more first so we don't summon more of these things. Sure. Real quick, so do any of you touch the touch the crystals? Yeah, sure, fuck it. I'll pick one up. Why not? Yeah, cool. Uh, this is... You realize it is an ion stone. A what? Oh, they're like little things that float around your head and do stuff. What? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a magical huh? item. A what? What do you mean they yeah, float yeah. around your head and do stuff? I, I well, don't know what that means. They do, like, different things. Some of them give you, like, extra AC. Uh, some of them give you, like, a, an extra spell slot. Yeah, these these are magic items. Uh, this one in particular is uh, the Ion Stone of Insight. Ooh. Huh. So I guess we'll collect some? Yeah, I guess let's collect them and, and compare what they do and then divvy them up, I guess? 
I'm also going to cast a prayer of healing while we are just sort of examining these things. I can also give you some healing. Uh, so everybody gets 14 back. And you can Thanks. just right-click on that and yeah. click Apply Healing, I think. Okay. So uh, you pick up from these 11 shards of crystal, uh, each of which is worth about two platinum pieces, you reckon? So 22 platinum worth of crystal pieces and this uh, Inside Ion Stone. And Alviva, uh, if this is floating around your head, uh, your wisdom score increases by two. It yeah. is incandescent blue. I assume that is to a max of 20. Yes, to a max of 20. It's fine. I've already topped out. Already picks one up. Uh, yeah, it is. It is Again, the, once you've all picked them up, you've got the 11 pieces for a total of 22 platinum worth. Just treat it as gold. Okay, so yeah. it's, uh, so it's treasure and one insight ion stone. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, wisdom is the ranger stat. So yeah. this is useful for me. Go for it. Cool. All right. So you now have a little incandescent blue sphere orbiting your head. So, quick check. Was there anything else that would appeal to Alviva around around the area? Anna, did we spot anything? Uh, yeah, I'm going to spend some time searching through the stuff to see if anything yeah, has particular value or meaning to me. We okay. will also go through looking for, like, apples or, like, carved deer or something Alviva-like. Okay. Maybe a maybe maybe a world's best Grayson mug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those who want to search through, uh, please roll uh, investigation. Nineteen, six, seventeen. Okay, uh, Jill, I'm you, busy. You find that there is a pretty even ratio of of typical wealthy riches to pretty mediocre stuff. Right. Alviva and Cacophony down in the southwest corner. You find a skeleton. Oh. It has been there the whole time. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm also going to use the healing hands on my healing hands on myself. BT dubs. Mm -hmm. Sure. So this skeleton appears to be of some humanoid creature. It has a long beard and long hair, and is holding a very worn down shovel. Hmm. Huh. Oh, there is a skeleton that's been here yeah. the whole time. It's on <laughs> <Yeah>. the map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, a dead body. When huh. walks up to this figure. Uh, Touches their arm, and then is like, what is wealth but life, maybe? I don't even... I don't know. I don't know. Because Grayson told you to be happy. Yes. Yeah, but does that mean we chuck a corpse in a pit? I don't... I, I would think maybe... Because this guy clearly was going around digging, looking for, like, the most expensive stuff, right? I mean, the real treasure is the friends we made along the way. Wait, do, Alviva, you're not going to chuck us in, are you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> that's a novel solution to what's the most valuable thing in this room. But that's wealth? I don't... Yeah, I mean, it seems like a fruitless endeavor to try and sort through what matters and what doesn't. Wynne goes in to, like, start patting this corpse down to see if there are, like, any love notes. Can I use an insight check just to kind of think about, like, our our available options here? Do you want to roll for DM Hint? 
Yes, we're please. not very good at these puzzles. In case yeah. you haven't, I could potentially to our also if, spectacular. Yeah, if, if it would make sense for Alviva to do that, I also I'll redescribe to you everything in the room, just kind of in case there's anything that slipped your mind or you've forgotten, and then we can worry about DM hints. Okay. Okay. There is this uh, wooden statue looking directly across at wooden uh, at a wooden plaque, which is carved with the words "Show me nothing but wealth." And then the wooden statue is holding a glowing scepter with a beam of light that appears to be uh, blocking off the wall at the back. And in the corner, there is a skeleton with a worn down shovel and long hair and long beard. Maybe we're just supposed to show them nothing. I don't know. Do we take off the gem off of the statue and put it in front of her face? I don't know. Oh, it is in front of her face. Her eyes aren't looking at it, though. Her eyes are looking at at the words. Yeah, I don't know. Breadsticks, could you, like, flutter up and down and just see if there's, like, anything there in the middle? Hold on, hold on, hold on. (sighs) Is this a show me, is this a, is this a speak friend and enter? That's what I'm, I'm thinking, show nothing. But wealth, do we just do something to only illuminate the word wealth? Maybe. What if we put the shovels in front of all the other words? Can we reach the other words? They're they're on a wall across from a pit, right? We can't actually reach that. We can't actually reach that thing. Presumably, breadsticks could carry some of the silks. Maybe. I mean, it's worth a try as much as anything. Yeah, let's we try. We can it. ask breadsticks. Let's get breadsticks some curtains. Do some curtains. Do we? Should we? We could give her a blindfold, and then she's just looking at nice silk. But that seems <laughs> like not an answer to a riddle. <laughs> so what are you going to do then? Dig up some silk. Yeah, let's give Breadstick some curtains. She, she, <laughs> okay. can, she, she can help us like cover up the words except for the word wealth. Okay, cool. So I imagine Breadsticks takes the curtains and maybe some of the little uh, crystal spines and uses them to nail, like sort of stab the sheets of the words because it goes into the wood pretty easily. Sure. Sounds legit. And as that happens, the statue's eyes start to glow. Green this time. <sighs> it's a better color. And okay. the the blue beam that is pointing at the, uh, that is forming some kind of barrier over the back wall disappears and then reappears and forms another barrier covering the pit. Oh. The way is now clear and the pit is now safe to walk over. Oh. Guys, why are we so bad at puzzles? <laughs> there were about... I have three different solutions for this puzzle, plus anything that you would use to justify it. That was one of them. So congratulations, you have solved my my speak friend and enter puzzle. <sighs> the melon puzzle. Okay, Alviva, Alviva, you go. This is your... This, this, this room has your face on it. You gotta lead. Yeah, you gotta lead. Okay. So you... Step into a much smaller chamber now. This one, you only, you all only just, just fit in there. What you see is this room's about 20 feet by 20 feet by 20 feet. It's a cube. And there is a pedestal about 10 feet into it at waist height. And in it is the, uh, it's made of, it's made of blue crystal, much like how the walls are made of, uh, that same, uh, sort of semi-transparent stone. And uh, out the front, there is about 20 feet of just uh, empty space. And in the pedestal, there is an imprint in the shape of what you recognize at Alviva as your hand. It is no one else's. This hole was made for you. (laughs) (laughs) Dur, dur, dur. Don't care for that, really. Hmm. I I look at it suspiciously. (laughs) 
I mean, I guess I gotta do it, huh? No way out but forward. The hand was made for you. Yeah. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Yeah. I know how these things work. (laughs) Hey. You'll be okay. We're here with you. Okay? Yeah. We've got your back. If it eats me, you gotta cut me out, alright? Yeah. And then and then we can get you a cool magical like warforged hand. How's that? We can use some of these crystals to make you a cool cool hand. Yeah, we could make you a crystal hand. And I think she'll put her hand on Alviva's shoulder. Okay. You ready? Yeah, okay. Yeah, hold on to me in case it sucks me up or something. Yeah, don't worry. Okay. All right. Uh, All when right. reaches out to okay. also hold on in case it sucks her up. <laughs> And I'll just I'll just blindly grab behind me. It just like grab a chunk of somebody with my a chunk of Artie grabs her hand. Yeah, yeah, right hand. Uh, with his height, you'd probably grab his face, just grasping behind you. That's rude. <laughs> He's not that short. Go fuck yourself. You're the one who made a short king. He's not that short. <laughs> and I'll slap my left hand down. I'm assuming it would be my left because I think I'm left-handed. Okay. Oh, Lachlan's left-handed too. As am I. Yeah, same. <laughs> Yay! I'd give you a left-handed high five, but we're half a world away, so. Uh-huh. So, uh, rocks fall, everyone dies. Damn. All right, well, good campaign, everybody. Well, I got a, I got a backup, know. we're ready to go. Okay, cool. So, no, rewind. Uh, so, two figures appear in the empty space in front of you. One is a young girl. She's dressed in simple clothes. Her feet are bare. She's muddy. Uh, her hair is a mess, and she has this bright grin on her face. Is it baby Alfisa? Is it me? It's little Alf, ain't it? There is also around her... It's little V! It, this, this appearance uh, sort of flickers like it's a projection of some kind. And around her, there is a world, a whole world, a million people, a million trees, a million animals all moving by at light speed with her completely oblivious to it. She's living in her own little space. She's happy. She's content. On the other side, next to her, there's an older woman. You want to say in your in her 40s or 50s. She's tall. She's scarred. She wears uh, solid practical clothes. A bow is slung over her shoulder, and uh, blue uh, energy crackles at her fingertips. She looks haggard. And tired and worried. And Alviva, you realize that both of these are indeed you. There's a young Alviva running around happily, taking no responsibility for anything as the world moves on without her. But the older Alviva, the world is still. Everything is frozen by her in this vision. She has to take responsibility for everything. And you hear a voice in your head that says, is this what you're going to become? I think you all can hear it, but you know it's aimed at Alviva. Is this what you're going to become? Are you going to leave behind all this freedom? Are you going to take responsibility for this? Because if you do, that's all you're going to get. People will heap it on your shoulders. You will be borne down by this burden. Alviva just looks incredibly stressed out. <laughs> And as you feel that stress, Alviva, your chest starts to glow with a black flame. It's painless. It doesn't hurt, but
but you can all see this this glowing black fire in your chest. It seems to suck the light out of it, out of the air, out of the space around it. Jill squeezes her shoulder. When uh, gently kind of clasps her arm and says, Steve, nature's always about mediums, give and take. You can't have an extreme of any either thing or the world would destroy itself. And you're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. We're here to help you carry burdens. Yeah, but you start carrying a few and then you carry a lot. You know, it's kind of right. And as you, you say that, the black thing. flame flares in your chest and you hear the voice say, That's right. What is value anyway? Are you valued or are you just another beast of burden to them? Hey, fuck off! Like, fuck you! That's our friend! Yeah. Fuck off! Fuck off entirely! That's some incredible bullshit! Artie squeezes uh, Alviva's hand. Nap Squad is life! Nap Squad is life! <laughs> nap, nap Squad for life. Um, nap, nap Squad for life. That's true. That's true. I mean... Hey. Hey. We have fun. We kick us. I feel unprepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> What's going through your mind right now, Aviva? I do think, so I think a lot of it is the whole, it's like, it's true, you know, first you leave the woods, and then you leave your planet, and then you get magic powers, and then there's world cults, and it is kind of just, when does it stop? The reminder of, there is also the fun of, like, the nap squad is fun. There are moments of finding a gnome ship full of bunk beds <laughs> to roll around on. Tempers it a little bit of it hasn't all been, you know, giving up on the fun for the responsibility. There has, in fact, been some of both. So I think she's reflecting on that. Well, as you hold this thought in your mind, the two Alvivas stop moving. And they look at each other. And they look at you. And they both walk over to you. Little short Alviva, no more than five or six years old. She comes up to you and you feel her. Uh, you, you'll have to drop the other's hands, I'm afraid. But she reaches out and takes one of your hands. And she like clings to your leg. And then the older Alviva, 20 years on, she walks over and she takes your other hand. And with her free hand, she ruffles your hair. Oh, man. Now Aviva's crying, because that's what Grayson used to do. And then they both disappear. And you all look and you see this black flame in Alviva's chest dislodge and float free. And it floats out back the way you came, through the uh, over the bridge, through the treasure room, and up the stairs. And the room in here goes dark. That must have flipped the torch. Hey, hey, hey. How you feeling? You okay? Man. It's a lot. You want a hug? Yeah. Okay, come here. Yeah. Hug it out. I did look kind of like a badass, though. Yeah, you look pretty <laughs> cool. You did look really cool. I had some cool-ass scars. Yeah? Any in particular? <laughs> I'm always a sucker for the, like, big line on the face kind of oh, thing. Oh, the one that crosses like, the eye but doesn't hurt the eye? Yeah, exactly. Like, Ooh, or over yeah. the bridge of the nose. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you get just like the line through the eyebrow. Yeah. What about like, cool. what about like a cool bite scar on the forearm? 
Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some burn scars. Mm-hmm. But Congratulations, you solved my growing up puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Okay. Now let's head back to the main room somehow. Yeah, yeah you can just walk yeah. on back to the main room if you like. These rooms are dim, like someone's turned most of the lights off, like like being in a shopping center after hours. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I got mine done with. Hope y'all are looking forward to yours. Gem Jammer is performed by Annie Creighton, Anna Emmeline, Alexi Peppers, Rio Rios, Kit Walker, and Mackenzie Weaver, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio Rios, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. Check out our website at crookedrussiancam.horse or .gay. You can also find bonus Gem Jammer content at patreon.com slash thegemjam, including Juliana's private diary, as well as bonus content for our other shows. Thank you very much for listening, stay safe, and we'll catch you next time. So, uh, go ahead and update your health. Oh, hello. Ah. What? That's Did not you what just delete your token? No. Okay, good. Oh, it Apparently went under the spider. It. There we go. Yes, I know my PC is slow. Shut up, I've asked. <laughs>